Welcome to another episode of the Drama New South Wales podcast. We're glad to be back for another year. To start off this season of the podcast, we thought it would be important to talk to an education person at a theatre company. Amy Matthews currently works for Riverside Theatres, but she has a long history of working with teachers and schools to help them get the best that they can from theatre companies. As teachers, we often think that theatre companies are only there for us to take kids on excursions. However, as Amy reveals to us, there is so much more on offer and we are limiting ourselves if we are not in touch with our local theatre companies and getting them to help us be the absolute best we can be with our students. So take a listen to this podcast and hopefully it will give you some wonderful ideas of what the year ahead could look like for you and your students. Enjoy. Amy Matthews has worked at Riverside Theatres in various capacities for the past 20 years. Her roles at Riverside have included box office team leader and education coordinator marketing, as well as her current role as program coordinator, education, youth and families. In addition to her roles at Riverside, Amy has worked at Darlinghurst Theatre Company as their first company administrator and at Sydney Opera House Presents as education coordinator. Amy is also a qualified secondary school teacher of drama and vet entertainment. Amy's expertise in the field of arts education and theatre for young people has earned her a place on the nominations panel for the award of best presentation for young people in the LPA Helpman Awards 2018 to 2020. She's passionate about arts education and couldn't think of a better profession than to provide young people with access to professional artistic experiences. Welcome to the podcast, Amy. Thank you so much for having me, Sonia. All right. First of all, for everyone listening, we just heard about your kind of history and bio, but I'd love you to explain what exactly your role is and how you got into this. Oh, well, my role, um, the title is, of course, Program Coordinator Education, Youth and Families. And basically that means I'm responsible for um, curating the annual performance program for schools, for children and for young people and, and delivering that uh, program as well as delivering any additional uh, programs for community engagement that we've got, such as Sharp Short Theatre, which is our short play theatre competition for schools and, and the Spot on Children's Festival which is our little week-long festival of um, everything children's theatre uh, that happens in the spring school holidays. So it's it's a very busy role. Um, we do a lot of productions, as anyone who might have come to Riverside might know. We've got a very massive program, um, but it's great and it's varied and I love it. Um, in terms of how I got in this to, into this role, I sort of fell into it. I didn't grew up saying I want to be a program coordinator <laughs> at a theatre company or a programmer. Um, I actually always wanted to be a teacher and um, I was working in the arts industry for a little bit after uni and found myself sort of wanting to realise that um, lifelong dream of being a teacher. So I went to uni and I became a teacher and then after a few years teaching, um, 
I, I sort of wanted to go back into the arts industry. So um, I didn't realise I could have the best of both worlds um, and do a role like mine, but I sort of um, came back to Riverside after I finished teaching and uh, they had offered me the role of concentrating on school bookings um, and they'd never had anyone do that before. It was sort of a new thing. Mm. And from there I sort of moved into marketing to schools and from there it sort of was a natural progression into, into the content, into building the content for schools, so programming mm. and curating the what shows we actually put on and what workshops we do and what programs we offer so um, that's how I came to be where I am and um, it is a great combination of the two because I do still get to work with young people and with teachers and I love supporting teachers because you guys have the hardest job in the world um, <laughs> but um, I um, you know it's great it's great to sort of be there and um, alongside you in our shared quest to um, get young people interested in the arts so yeah yeah and I guess even just listening to you talk about how you got into the role it sounds like a lot of what you've done over the years is in line with the kind of evolution of this role in theatre company but certainly grown over the years as more and more of a connection uh, occurs between the education world and theatre companies Definitely. I looked, I found, I remember finding a, um, an education program from Riverside that we that we had in 2006 and there were six shows in it and I'm like oh bless it's a baby education program we've got about 30 shows now so it has definitely grown but also has the school support for bringing students to to live theatre and to theatre companies to do workshops and you know you know all of that engagement um, the teachers have really helped to grow that um, mm. as much as we have. So it's been a great um, growth of that partnership between teachers and, and um, education arts yeah. industry. Yeah. So I, I, I want to point out to people listening that um, Amy comes from Riverside, uh, but this podcast is not uh, an advertising moment for Riverside. It's more that Amy is somebody who is incredibly passionate about what it means for teachers to um, engage with theatre companies and for students to have opportunities with them. And so I thought I'd bring her on today to help us realise as teachers that we may have a little bit of a narrow understanding of that and that if we uh, understand it a little bit better, we can see theatre companies as an amazing uh, collaboration for us as educators. So on that note, why do you, Amy, think it's important for teachers to have contact with theatre companies? Well, look, we couldn't do, we couldn't service you without your input. Um, it's as simple as that. Like we, we need you, we need that collaboration between teachers and arts industry to be able to best use our resources and our um, contacts to to best complement what you guys are doing in the classroom and to best complement what you think will develop and um, stretch your students and push them and extend them. So um, we we really need that collaboration. And, um, you know, I sort of think that I sort of often say that um, teaching um, a student drama without having them ever seen a production is almost like teaching a child to learn a language they've never heard before. So um, it's really important that um, that your students, when learning drama, um, do know, have some knowledge or have some experience with knowing the actual practice of it in the real world mm-hmm. um, and the real world application of it. And, um, you know, we, it's, it's, I think it's our job as, uh, as 
um, people who are working in the industry but focusing on education and schools to find ways to allow you to do that um, and to to work with you to find the best ways for your for you to do that so you know whether it be um, offering ticket subsidy programs to low socioeconomic schools that a lot of theater companies do or um, you know running programs that go into schools which a lot a lot of theater companies do or um, you know there's a whole host of ways that we all work to ensure that we can get to you and you can get to us. Mm. Um, there's been, you know, a, a big resurgence of online material available with since COVID hit um, mm. that that does focus on, you know, live performance and, you know, it's not just about movies and TV, but it's about the making of live performance and, you know, live performances on screen and things like that. So we are, we do constantly have you guys in mind and we need you, your input to um to to be successful in what we do and to help you be a success in your classroom in terms of really engaging your students with this thing we call drama Mm. yes i can remember um i was a student at a low ses school out in southwest sydney shout out to whole Sobe high (laughs) Um, and um i definitely can remember that it was attending live theater that Mm completely transformed my understanding of drama. It went from a a passion and a love of getting up and performing to an actual opening of my mind of what the world of theatre could uh, encompass. So, um, yes, I think, I mean, we all know that theatre does that for students, but I think a reminder of that, especially in the schools where you feel like, oh, I don't have that much of a budget, yeah, the time it takes for all the information to get through um, and the process of getting it approved, uh, it is worth putting that fighting for that budget or money and fighting for that um, admin in order to be able to get your kids to the theatre. Or if you don't have it and you can't fight for that budget and that admin, pick up the phone and ring your local theatre company and there's probably something that they can do to meet you in the middle. Mm. Like you'd be surprised if you actually picked up the phone and say, we need this and we can't, you know, not always they're going to be able to do something, but you never know and it's always worth a try and we're always happy to hear from you and um, if we can't help you now, maybe there's a program we can develop in the future that would help you. So. Um, it's it's really important to maintain that conversation and to maintain that mutual input Um, and you know it's it's something that you know it's my bread and butter is listening to you guys um, whether it be you know on Facebook groups or um, you know I have a a panel of teachers called the rep the Riverside Educators panel and a lot of theatre companies do that as well where they have teacher panels Mm. to keep them up to date or whether it's attending your conferences or you know we just really need we need to be, we, I consider myself a colleague, not, not somebody trying to sell you something, but a yeah. colleague that's trying to meet the same end as you. Mm. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. Look, let's get into that and the nitty gritty of it. Um, not just with Riverside, but overall, what do the education kind of departments or areas of theatre companies have to offer teachers? Well, you know, it's like I said, it's that real world professional practice, um, but it's not just about seeing live theatre. It's about, um, you know, it's about maybe your students need a seat map or a stage plan or a lighting plan, or they might want to see what examples of promotion and programs are, or they might want to talk to a costume designer, or they might want to know, you know, what the different roles in theatres are and what sort of career options are available to them. 
Um, so we're here, we're here to offer that that knowledge for for you as well, for your students and for you. And um, you know, I actually love getting emails direct from students because it does happen where I get an email from a student saying, I'm doing my HSC and I really want to know this, and you know, or you know, they're just eager to learn something. And you know, we're always I've always got time for those emails. So it's um it's always a joy to get them. And you know, you'll find that a lot of the colleagues, my colleagues in the arts industry are exactly the same. You know, we actually um we're not in competition with each other. We actually uh, we know we all know each other we all meet up and talk about you guys <laughs> so in a good way like we talk about how we can better our practice and how we can complement each other instead of being in competition we've all got our strengths you know so we all run slightly different programs that cater to our strengths as a company so mm-hmm. um you know it's important to to um to really kind of look into as a teacher what you need and who might be able to offer that and if you just contact Maybe you know someone who works in a theatre. You can contact them. If they don't know, they'll t- they'll point you to someone who's best placed at that. You know, mm. I often refer people to my colleagues at other theatre companies because they might have produced that particular show, or um, I know that they've got that sort of resource to hand. So, you know, we're a network as well, and we do get together and we do um, do it with the purpose of helping you guys out. So, yeah, because um, that's what we do. So, yeah. yeah. I've also found as a teacher over the years that um, a lot of what the education component of theatre companies have offered me beyond just excursions Mm. has been a a place in which I can point my students to uh, opportunities and resources that really, really help them understand theatre beyond what I have the time to give them. Mm -hmm. So I know a lot of theatre companies have youth programs where students can either audition or apply for um, being a part of a youth program where they get to attend theatre but also meet with different professionals uh, in the industry uh, and learn a lot more from that and indeed make contacts uh, with different students from across uh, Sydney or New South Wales. And then there's work experience programs um, and resources online. As you mentioned, a lot of theatre companies have, you know, um, information about plays that they've put on or um, seating plans or things like that. Do you want to mention any of uh, or just speak a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. So we do. We run one at Riverside called the Upstage Club where it's exactly that. They come to see shows. Um, it's it. It's for young people who are in upper secondary and tertiary, so we cross over to tertiary as well, mm-hmm. um, just to give those who are leaving school but not quite sure where to go that little bit of consistency and that little bit of guidance. Yeah. Um, and they go and see shows, and before each show they do a workshop with a professional in a related field to that show. Mm. Um, we know, So we run that program. Griffin runs um, their ambassadors program. Um, STC run the Young Wharfies So um, there's quite a lot of programs out there that do just that, that do offer extra opportunities to extend your students. And, um, of of course, HOYP have workshops galore, um, you know, that sort of often lead to ensembles or things like that. So I would encourage teachers to definitely keep your eye on what theatre companies are doing for young people and to make sure that if you have students that are interested that you really encourage them to become involved. Um, Often these programs are either free or very affordable. 
Mm. Um, our upstage club is $30 membership a year, which includes five shows and five workshops. Yeah, so I... it's a nominal amount. It's we, we, we basically charge it because our, um, the feedback from our pilot year was that if we charge them something, they'll be more committed to the program, even if it's a little <laughs> bit. So we do that just to, as a commitment. Um, but yes, yeah, so like, you know, they're very, you know, very accessible. So Mm. yeah definitely um, yeah I think the accessibility factor for it is something that um, really opens a lot of doors because we're not just talking about um, students from a, a elite schools that have loads of money um, to be able to pay for big programs but we're talking about students who have a passion from all across New South Wales having access to absolute best practice for as you say $30 or even some yeah. of Free, yeah um, simply by putting in words why they love theater or doing the application process whatever that might be yes um, and I know for my students that some of them have truly changed ex- like what they want to go into as a career mm. based off their involvement in some of those programs because they've been passionate drama students and they've thought oh it's just about acting and directing but coming out of that they've decided oh I want to go into stage managing or you know I want to look at lighting design or whatever it might be um, because they've seen that come alive in front of them. Yeah and often it's it's students don't realize that that all the different plethora of roles in the theatre and that's another thing we can offer is to sort of show them how how a theatre company runs and how Mm -hmm. it works and what sort of people you need to make that happen and the different types of roles so there is definitely opportunity to let students know that it is beyond just acting which can be you know a very unstable kind of you know future that there are you know quite real job real jobs um (laughs) that you can do in the theater that um offer stability if that's what they're after so um it's not just about you're an actor and that's it so Mm. um there's definitely some other other ways to utilize your passions and skills yeah um no this wasn't a question we talked about but 2020 was a very interesting year for Mm. everybody yeah (laughs) uh in particular for theater companies um Mm. what do you think um, teachers and their drama students could or should be doing right now um, in order to play a part in helping keep the arts and in particular theatre alive in Australia right now? Are there things that we could be doing to ensure that in in response to everything, we're also um, supporting you guys in theatre companies? Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess the obvious thing is just to attend if you can, Um, you know, and teachers especially, you really need to fight for excursions because that's actually my biggest worry at the moment that's causing me a lot of grey hairs is that I'm worried that um, there are some schools that will not allow excursions and that we won't get, I mean, I've programmed a full program just like any other year in 2021 yeah. and um, I'm worried that we won't get people coming to it so um, I don't want to cancel shows and have to um, cancel gigs on performers so yeah. attendance is is really important if you can I mean I know that you know sometimes you just can't and that's you know that's just the way it is and that's fine but um, you know there's a lot of other things that you can do like um if you look for any online programs, so you, say you can't go on excursions, but you look to see if there's any online programs that those theatre companies run, it might be supporting them, even if it's free, just to get more views on that video or just to, you know, um, broaden their stats, you know, on that video. So have a look at, and see what what's on offer from local Australian 
um, theatre companies online and get into those. And, um, you know, it has been a really tough year, but I think what it's shown is how resilient the arts industry is. Um, we're going to bounce back and we've got audiences, general public audiences are coming back, which is fantastic news. Mm. Um, so, yeah, we just need to slowly recover and slowly, you know, um, get back to our, our normal selves and um, embrace the liveness of live theatre, which is, yeah. you know, it can't be replaced by anything. So, no. um, yeah. So that would be my advice is to just yeah. Yeah, have a look and see what programs are out there and really support them. Yeah, and I think it's important, the point you make about fighting for excursions. Yeah. I personally, I feel like sometimes I'm just like, it's just too hard. I don't want to yeah. put the energy into it. Um, but I think it's a good reminder that, you know, we know the benefits, but also yeah. not just that, um, at the moment, um, we need to be supporting uh, yeah. our theatre companies and getting our students along. And by booking an excursion, we're showing them that this is something we value um, and think is important. And if it's something that is that seem, does seem too hard, um, palm off the work to us. <laughs> we'll do it. <laughs> like call us and say, look, you know, do you really have that? We, we've tried to have as, ma as many documents on our website that we can, you know, we can help with. And other theatre companies are the same, you know. We're trying to do, you know, detailed COVID safe plans and information mm -hmm. for school groups and, you know, all that sort of stuff that you might need in order to um, come on the excursion. There are a lot of restrictions that are in place that do that do make it more work for teachers, I won't lie. Um, you know, contact tracing is a big one and, you know, mm -hmm. all that sort of stuff. So, um, you know, it is going to be that little bit harder. But, you know, if there's something, if, if there's anything that you can palm off to your theatre company or that we can help you with, then please let us know. And if it helps you get over the line, if it helps you get your excursion over the line, we'll probably do it. So <laughs> um, we just know. want you to come. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. All right. Is there anything else um, that you kind of wish teachers knew about um, theatre companies or the work that, education officers or, or the equivalent um, do in theatre companies that could help them? Well, I think, you know, we want to help and we want we want to hear from you and we want that conversation with you and we want that back and forth with you. Um, also that, you know, oftentimes there are trained teachers who know the curriculum really well in these roles. Um, so if you have any doubts or any, if you need any advice or pointing towards any show that you're not sure about or, you know, that would best suit what you're studying, give us a call, ask us the question, um, take us through your program and we can help you out with what would suit it best. Um, if there's anything we're not providing that you would really like us to provide, please tell us. Um, I know a big one is curriculum texts and, you know, I I'm personally um, know that there's a shortage of those around in terms of productions, but the more that you guys tell us, the more ammo we've got to make it happen. So <laughs> just keep telling us those things. Um, and, um, yeah, just... You know, we, we just like, we just need that back and forth, you know, as I've said so many times um, in that podcast. Otherwise, we can't do our job and we can't help you to do yours. So mm. um, it's about, you know, really reaching out and um, really sort of um, realising that um, we feed off what you feed back to us to mm. better our programs and our services. Yeah, yeah. And I think I really liked when earlier you said 
that you see yourself as a colleague. Yes, uh, definitely. One presenting something to us. And I think yeah. that's a really good way to think about our, our theatre companies that we actually have, you know, a lot of teachers are alone in teaching drama in their schools um, and they might have contacts for other teachers, but they actually have contacts to the industry yes. through the education people in every theatre company. So see yeah. the colleagues, get them involved, ask yeah. them questions, utilise the resources they've provided for you yeah. um, and feel less alone in it all. Um, definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for your time today, Amy. I think it's really good for us to make sure we keep in contact with our industry and that, as we said, at this time in 2021, we are, you know, keeping those relationships alive more than ever. Yes, you're very welcome. Thank you so much for having me, Sonia. And um, I welcome anybody listening to just reach out. If you've got any questions, um, reach out and um, ask. Wonderful. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. And there you have it, another episode from the Drama New South Wales podcast. Apologies for the sound levels in that latest podcast episode. There were technical difficulties throughout and it had to be recorded via Zoom without a microphone. You can definitely hear the difference. Um, we will be back to normal quality as of our next one. As per usual, please make sure that you follow Drum New South Wales on Facebook and Instagram, that you become a member and that you let us know what it is that you want from us. We are a group of volunteers who are very passionate about making sure that Drama New South Wales is offering our members exactly what they want. We have lots of exciting things in store for you this year, but we would still like to hear more of what your opinions are. Thanks for joining us for another episode. We will have more coming your way shortly.